When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Previously on D&D&D. You arrive at an atoll, and in the center of the little bay, there is a floating city. It's built up like a wooden and coconut watt building. Beautiful. You see these, like, large reflectors of some kind. They're gathering the sunlight and reflecting it up towards the central spire. You guys are shoved into a cell and the door is closed. All right, are we going to kill some people or what? I don't think that we're ready to fight the albino guy. Everyone has been talking about how unbeatably strong he is. We need to get back to the main parent island. And the only way that we can do that is by going through Albalore. And by going through, I mean having a normal discussion with him where we agree on mutual terms that then get us a boat to go to the volcano. I agree, but let's say that we've rigged this place to go down and Fleck, you're going to be the one to do it because you're good at lies. I'm real good at it. It sounds like a Margarine and Fleck diplomacy team and a Juno, Zabbis, and Fletch sabotage team. Margarine's in. Black's in too. I, uh, yeah. And Mo Pete is in. Well, yeah. All right. Welcome to D&D, the Dinner Party Role-Playing Podcast. I'm your host, I'm Dungeon Master James Gressel, and with me today are the fun people. Say hi, fun people. Hello. Hi, James Gressel. Hello, fun people. Whoa. Whoa. I heard Siri. Yeah. Robot said, hello, fun people. Uh, we have a uh, Special guest player. in the studio. This is my regular voice. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's me. In the, in the time between episodes, Juno had a tracheotomy. Oh, no. <laughs> no, he didn't. Joel is fine. This session, we will not have a meal again. We will be donating cost the meal to a food-based charity somewhere out there helping people in need. Uh, this session's charity is No Kid Hungry. No kidding. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, Sounds straightforward. Yeah, they provide uh, food for children. Need school breakfasts, summer meals, after-school meals, food skills, education, nice. advocacy. Food skills. Yes. Food skills. Good, Yes. Food skills. Uh, yeah, they do a lot of good work. We're going to donate the cost of what I would have made for this session's meal to No Kid Hungry, which is uh, nokidhungry.org. It would have been something miso-based, presumably, since we're at the old place. That sounds good. Yeah. But uh, alas, in the meantime, we are going to return to our story. We last left you guys off inside the... Temple of the Tortles on the hidden atoll between the parent and child islands of Oyakoto. The Archipelagio. I know. I had to keep that whole discussion into the episode <laughs> <laughs> of how to say archipelago, but now I can say it. So we all learned something. But yeah, that's where we left you guys off. You had concocted the plan 
after recovering your weapons and cornering the tabaxi uh, soldier, Mo Pete, who I remembered where I got that name from. He was a basketball player who played for Michigan State. <laughs> Morris Peterson, whose nickname was Mo Pete. Mo Pete. <laughs> um, so I thought you were saying Mo Peep this whole time. I'm still going to call him Mo Peep. My favorite. Okay. What, uh, what is, it? is it Mike Dirt from Green Day? Oh, yeah. His name is Mike Dirt. I mean, I don't, I don't want to get into it because that's a long tangent. <laughs> I just, it's another nickname that I've learned recently that I really enjoy. Just the sound that a bass makes. Dirt. Oh. Dirt. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, you decided that you were going to split the party into a diplomatic mission and a mission of sabotage. Saboteurs. Yes. I guess we'll just get back into it. Juno's looking through his note cards. Note cards. He's got we note established cards. in season two that yeah. Juno has note cards of his spells. He can't remember. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Also, some other just like things he needs to remember. And he looks up. Team, team. I think I have a plan. I th- I think it's a good one. But what's up, buddy? F- you know. Yeah, lay it on us. Okay, so half of us are going to go confront the hombres. Half of us are going to threaten sabotage. So we have the leverage. We need to be able to signal each other. So you know if we're standing by, and so if we know to to blow this place or not. Flack. Yes. I want you to take my comeback cone. Okay. <laughs> we can use an insult system. Okay. Let's say if you need us to blow turtle heaven sky high, you insult my hair. Got it. And it looks pretty shitty. I know. That's a good test run. <laughs> I'm doing, by the way, I'm doing this because I'm, Marjorie, I, you're my best friend in this party, honestly. It's a little bit sad. It, it hurts that you don't remember me. So I don't think I could deal with you dunking on me right now, but Flack, I'm pretty used to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because, hey, you know what? Just remember, though, uh-huh. that I'm doing this for the mission. And don't take it personally <laughs> later and make it a whole thing. That's all I ask. Yeah. No, I'm. Thank you. I, we're we're down. If and okay, so that's one option. Uh, if you need a way for us to show the turtles, we're or the the coasters, whatever they are, we're serious. What if you insult me for for milk as you are wont to do, and then Fletch? Hmm. What if to to show them that we are in we mean business? You could send up a lightning bolt with your stormtail bow. Okay. Wait, what's the hair one? Uh, hair, hair is blow the joint. Milk is lightning bolt. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Blow dry the hair, curdle the milk. Got it. Okay, so. Wait, so, okay. So Why do we do a lightning bolt in milk? So insulting his hair is like, we. this is bad. We're ditching. Yeah. Insulting the yeah. hair is fucking, it's over. Okay, and then. If, if we just need insults. a little, if, yeah. If we just need a little, uh, uh, a little bit, of, give them a little taste of what we're capable of. Yeah, show them that we're in place. It's not you're not just lying to them. That's yeah, I'll, I'll call insult. them like an utter sucker or something. Okay, you know, It'll be not, great. not an Ooh. insult. Sounds good. Uh. <laughs> uh. So, do you want me to use the stormtail bow or eye of the storm? Do you Ooh. want me to create a storm or just just the simple lightning arrow? What do you think? With the sound. I think both could be great. So it's up to me. <laughs> yeah, get get uh, creative. Okay. All right. All okay. right. Yeah, this is pretty good. This is pretty well thought out. Uh, and then you know, just you know, elephant in the room. 
what are we going to do with this guy? And I point to Mo Peep. Mm. Hi. Yeah, hey, bud. We're figuring you um, out. Give us a second. Just going to advocate for not killing me. Okay, hypothetical, Mo Peep. Uh, what would you do if we were to just let you go right now? Well, I'm sure he's going to answer that honestly. <laughs> but I'm sure that I have a way to tell if someone's answering honestly, I think. I'm not Ooh. sure, but I think. You can uh, always check if someone is lying or not with an insight rule. And that is a chance of whether or not you'll be able to tell. Or one of you or several of you have to have zone oh, of truth. Oh, I've got. Did someone say zone of truth? Because I have one. There we go. So, uh, secret rings. We just discussed the zone of truth, but can we? We can't use. Do we have to be like in talking distance to use the rings of secrecy? So. We can't. Yes. They're not they, like they, walkie-talkies. They're not walkie-talkies. Yes. Yeah, if only. Okay. Yes. Oh, do you have to cast it before? I actually forgot uh, my yeah, sheet. Hang yeah. on, I have to go across the room. Hang on. <laughs> Sorry. You left your zone of truth across the room. What's going on? It's on uh, his note card. Oh, okay. Drafted. <laughs> As we're waiting for Joel to get his character sheet, uh, just a, re- a reminder of the co- the parameters of the comeback cone. Uh, the object looks like a dried conical flower that allows the holder to shout into the flower a comeback to anyone with whom they have ever quarreled. Flack and Juno have certainly quarreled. Okay. No matter how far away they are or how old the quarrel is, the person on the receiving end just hears a disembodied voice screaming extremely loudly a comeback. The object cannot convey important information. Working out a system in advance was very good. <laughs> <laughs> Great job, Gino. Yeah, smart. You ready to uh, truth this zone? Yeah, so this is a magical zone that guards against deception in a 15-foot radius, and it's centered on Mo Peep. <laughs> <laughs> How long is the duration? Uh, t- Ten minutes, and Mo okay. Peep will need to make a charisma saving throw. Oh, this what guy's is, what is your man. What is your spell save? 16, 17? Oh, it's 15. Mo Pete certainly failed his <laughs> check. Good. And he is now compelled to tell the truth. What would I do if, 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 we, if you let me go? Uh, well, I would think probably for a little while about honoring the fact that you guys didn't kill me after I pleaded for my life so openly. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Which, again, I would really appreciate not dying. I, I, I lost, to be honest, I lost count. And I don't remember. <laughs> That's got to be unnerving. Oh, boy. I, I could be on seven. I could be on eight. Those are very different. <laughs> oh, Mo Peep, no. how did you not keep track of this? I, I you, you know, I used to have a drinking problem. It took oh, me a no. while to get over. Oh. You know, but when, when you, uh, when, there's one thing to black out, and there's another thing to black out, and, um, be down a life. Oh my god! So uh, <laughs> I imagine they're uh, very similar. Actually, you wake up, <laughs> you know, in a different place. What's really strange, though, is you do. Part of this curse is there's always the memory of that death, and it haunts you. So, do you remember just blackness? Are you scared of blackness? Because, like, what would you remember? Well, well what's death? Is there like? anything after? Well, for us, it's just another. You just kind of reset. It's like immediate. It's like falling asleep. Or it's like you wake up the next day, and it's right. You wake up, and there's the lingering sensation of maybe being can't impaled, or maybe drowning, about. or maybe you know whatever happens. Several times, I have reached for a limb I didn't expect to be there anymore. You get into some like equipment accidents, or like 
weapon bravado. Hold on. Let me just say, I don't want him to run out the clock here with that 10 minutes. Uh, continue <laughs> to explain what you would do if we were to let you go. Uh, I would most likely, you know, as much as, again, I appreciate you not killing me, I would most likely rat you guys out. That's what I was looking for. Okay. Uh, should we just kill this guy? <laughs> Why don't we knock it's him out? Good of, uh... Yeah. Can we put him to Wait, sleep? Can we knock him out? Is that an option? That is um, an option that Gressel taught us today three years into the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably a better idea. All right. Yeah, let's knock him out and then we'll tie him up. Great. And then I've really been wrangling with the fact that I'm like, I feel like I'm viewed as an agent of death and not even in a cool way either, like an accidental way. And it sucks. <laughs> 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 well then you just gotta make it more purposeful and then I know that's why that I'm like okay no no I yeah oh, one other thing that came out of the lore discussion is that Flack expressed uh, curiosity about adopting death as his god oh that's right <laughs> oh man that's so sick I can't let you I can't let you do that because that's more badass than mine uh, <laughs> yeah yours is just a little demigod I thought you were gonna say that came out of that is that Flack realized mortals could like create God. So he's like, I want to be one of those. <laughs> <laughs> That's Flack's end game. We'll see where we get. Yeah. So Mopete is like, yeah, I would probably rat you guys out. The unconscious thing is, seems more appealing and maybe the best of both worlds for us. Is that Mopete telling us that? Oh, great. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad he's still, we're all he's in still ag- trying to be honest. He still yeah. has to be honest, you know? Well, I'm glad we're all in agreement and I take the handle of my rapier and hit him in the head. Ow! Oh, go to sleep. I do, this, I I do, do it the again. same thing. Oh, no. We all do it. We all do to it. His head, guys. <laughs> oh, we're gonna wait, kill wait, maybe him. Maybe I have a spell <laughs> for <laughs> sleeping or something. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> do we have a sleep spell? I hit him again. No! Oh my god! Flack, sing him a song. Sing him a sleepy song. <laughs> like a lullaby. Yes. Yeah. You're bashing him over the head. Well, no, stop that. Stop the bashing. Hush, little I, I hit him again. Don't say a word <laughs> or else we're going to slit your fucking throat open. Does that work? You should have said you nerd. All right. You got him. Got him what? Asleep. Unconscious. Uh, unconscious yep. All right. We tie him up. <laughs> we always have rope. We always have rope. You always have rope. Is he bleeding? Um, is he bleeding? He is we bleeding. really hurt him? He'll be fine. All right. Uh, One of you, though, will need to sacrifice your rope. If you leave him, oh. not me. I've got some. I've I've got my whip now. I can. You. I mean, you say we always have rope, so yeah, always have rope. <laughs> but one of you will have to temporarily not have rope. Wait, how long is Juno's hair? <laughs> Wait, my, my new weapon, my hair, significantly yeah. long. Hey, why don't we just use your hair and then we don't have to sacrifice any rope? But that's free rope. It's up to you, Judo. That that would mean I would be staying here. <laughs> no, no, we no, no. Cut we it. will we cut, cut off. it off of your head ball and then team. use it to tie him up. Uh, ball team. Yeah, ball team. But I do understand that you were excited about using it to whip your enemies. Well, I did get flack, so that was that was pretty fun. You got one enemy. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I mean. Whoa. <laughs> hey, uh, for the purposes of of the comeback cone, that's that's all. There you go. <laughs> okay. So, do we have your consent? Can we cut you, your hair? Yeah. You you have my consent because it, it's. I, I think it makes me look pretty intimidating, but it is in the end not a practical delivery system for damage. 
Yeah, I mean the the bad guys could grab it and pull your head, and it's it's a liability. Is oh, what we didn't it is. think about that. That's true. People used to pull my hair in football. Oh, see, people used to pull the DM's yeah, mo hair peeps, in football. Mo people when he would play football, <laughs> like the, they would pull his hair. Female superhero like costume dilemma, <laughs> like long hair. <laughs> yeah, it's no good. Dude. All right, well we cut his hair off and tie up the dude with it. Tie up mo peep with it. Juno, it turns out you had Samson disease, and now you're super weak. No! no. <laughs> Samson disease. He's still got his patches, though, because it was not a good haircut. Yeah, Juno is not totally bald like the rest of you. He still yeah. has some uh, fuzz. Oh, still got enough to insult. Don't worry. Yes, definitely. And no one touched the stash, right? He's still got his mustache. We can't use that to tie somebody <laughs> up, so. That's all yeah, yours, baby. That's all yeah. yours, buddy. <laughs> all right. Team, you ready to go do our plan? Yes. Oh, we're so good at plans. Uh, yep. I had one more thought. Um, yeah. Flack, could, could I borrow your wineskin of Cassasis bird vomit? Because if we're going to be terrorists, might as well do some chemical warfare. Wow. Whoa. Sure, yeah. Forgot about that stuff. I give him that. Um, so what are Whoa. what exactly is our plan once we get... Are the three of us going to different areas outside to, like, fuck shit up? What's our plan here? I think that could get even dicier. What, could we stick together? We could stick, yeah, we yeah okay, we could stick, stick together. together. And we just have to go to one of the reflector systems, okay. right? Yeah. Oh, wait, Mo Peep, you can't tell a damn lie. Where do we go? He's, he's, he's out. He's oh, out. No. <laughs> That yeah. was a, hey, just, but you know looks, what? He looks thinking. down and there's just like trickle of blood. Like, like blood. oh, never mind. <laughs> I forgot. Just used his own hair to tie him up. Just a closed head injury. Yeah, just like, <laughs> I'm just imagining the cut to like him yeah. up Hey, <laughs> next time, we'll remember to ask him yeah, first. Yeah. So may maybe, <laughs> maybe for the three of us, our move will be stealthily moving towards where we think the reflector system is and then finding a guard we can pump information from to find the best place to sabotage what do you think yes you all right i feel like you have this pretty well thought out margarine's time. opening the door Mar margarine's opening the door yeah <laughs> you're like oh, that's my cue <laughs> i trot over to margarine okay here's how we're going to do this sequence hey at least start the split when we actually split up and not as we leave the room, because then we have to awkwardly walk together until we actually <laughs> split. And it's like, okay, now I'll see you. Okay. Uh, here's how we're going to do the this sequence. Everybody roll for initiative now. Oh, yeah. Nat 20. 19. 23. Wow. 15. 18. Good rolls, okay? Yeah. Hey, who okay. who's taking the bag of holding? Who's been carrying that around? Zabbis. Zabbis. Oh, so we're going to have Fluggy. Sorry. I just oh, want to be floods. sure where Fluggy was. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Worry about him in there. You guys rolled your initiative order. We'll cross our bridge when we get to it, but that's how it's going to be. So for the rest of this session, this is your initiative order so that we don't have to pause any kind of encounters. You're going to go. Okay? Okay. Cool. All right. You guys were in this little um, like storage room. And now you're leaving into uh, a hallway on the ground level of the Tortal uh, Wat Temple structure. You're basically, you're in a, you're in a T hallway. You can go right or left. Mm. Where we come from. But, I mean, sorry, where are the dungeons? The dungeons are to uh, your right. Down a little bit, you would find the stairwell that you came up. Is there anything else down the right? 
besides that stairwell? I mean, down further down that hallway, there's an you know another split. I really, I feel like going to the right. I'll follow you, Marge. It's and this uh, is all of us still. Currently, it's all of you. Okay. I'll go with you, Marge. I'll let uh, you lead the way. I, I'm assuming that the leader's going to be upstairs someplace, so I'm just sniffing around to go up this temple. Okay. I'm going to roll the sneak. Ooh, tasty. A 25 to be sneaky. I should probably do the same, huh? But before you do, I would like to cast Pass Without Trace on everybody. Look at that boy. Everybody has plus 10 to stealth. Ooh. Holy There geez. we go. 35? <laughs> <laughs> oh, good thing you did, because uh, I rolled a 2. Thankfully, I have a plus 8 stealth, so that gives me a 20. Dirty 20. Nice. Let's sneak, Marjorie. Good, goodbye. Can't even hear her. Goodbye, half team. Can't even hear her when she responds. Sneak, Marjorie. Um, I want to do a roll to see if when Juno was faking his blindness, whether we observed anything that would indicate where to go from here to get to the panels. History. This is remembering. And uh, disadvantage because uh, you were, it was very bright when you approached. Right. Juno, couldn't Juno not see that entire time? He could see, but it was like a Return of the Jedi Tatooine for Han. It was a big white blur. Oh, okay. For part of it. Does Juno still have those contacts in? Does Juno? Yeah, he's going to take the contacts out for this encounter because it's probably going to get sunnier knowing these turtles. So Juno can't remember that well where we were. He rolled a four. <laughs> yeah, so big white blur. We're going to start with Margarine and Flack as you guys sneak down the hallway to the right. The floor is uh, wooden planking. Uh, it is maybe palm wood or uh, some bamboo-like tree most of the structure appears to be wooden and uh and otherwise plant-based uh so you are concentrating margarine on making sure that your little feet do not make clogging noises basically against this wooden floor Mm -hmm. you were successful in doing so you move down the hallway uh, essentially silently flack behind you you get to another split where you can go either right or left which way can we see if it leads up Right or left? You don't see an obvious stairwell up either direction. I'm going to do a perception roll to see if I feel any airflow maybe coming from one of these. Okay. 18. To the right, uh, another right, there is a faint breeze that you do detect. To the left, uh, the ale, it, ale, the air is staler and it doesn't seem to be moving as much. Air feels a little more mobile to the right. Should we head up there? Absolutely, yes. Okay. Hey, while we're on the way here, what priority would you give not fighting? Because I know that that was like your whole thing. So like on a scale of one to 10, how important is it to you that we don't get into a fight? Well, I have a question in response to your question. How important is it to you to stay alive? Oh, that's like a 10. Right? (laughs) Yeah. We can agree on that. A hundred percent. So I'm going to do whatever I could possibly do to make sure that I don't die today. Okay. Because these old bones, they got a lot of liver left. Oh, I can tell, Marjorie. You're so spry for your age. I do little punches in the hallway. Yeah. (laughs) But quiet punches. Yeah. Like when you go to the park and there's a man with a stick and he's just like working out and you can't hear him, but you're watching. That's me. Wait, what? (laughs) Yeah. You ever seen stick men in the park? Okay. Doing Tai Chi and fighting nothing? Okay. (laughs) All right, good. Glad we're in mostly agreement there, I think. I'm not fighting him. Oh, what if we have to to live? Then I'm turning into a bird. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, okay, you turn in the direction that the air appears fresher, and you walk for a little bit until you realize uh, that you are about to step out into uh, some sort of courtyard. The walkway or the hallway turns into not quite a catwalk, um, but it definitely okay. has an open railing to <laughs> open railing to a uh, open air courtyard that is open to the water. This appears to be a kind of um, not necessarily observation deck, since it is does just continue into the other hallway. But below you, you see that this area is some kind of gathering space. Not quite a dock, but there are turtles going in and out of this uh, water area. It's like a landing space. Some are in small boats, but some are swimming, and they are all being guarded by tabaxi. None of them notice you if you are just continuing on your way. They appear to be focused on the kind of moving these groups of turtles in and out. Some are pulling maybe like five by five barges uh, that have uh, large sacks of beans in them. And they are dropping these off at a landing area where tabaxi are taking them. That is what you see here. Uh, you continue into the next part of the hallway. We're going to go down to the rest of the team, Zabbis and Fletch and Juno. You guys go left, I presume? Yeah. It appears to be a hallway with more of the kind of like storerooms and things that you guys were in before. Some of them have like windows cut out of the door so that you can see into them. Uh, and they might be like dormitories or quarters of some kind. As you continue down the hallway, you get to a like open air like rock garden this is open to the outside where if you look across there is the uh kind of water and then the land of the atoll it gives kind of a moat effect with the temple and then beyond this water the kind of de facto moat uh you can see one of the reflector structures built into the uh atoll land now that you're closer and you're getting a better look at it, uh, you can see that it's some sort of mechanical rigging that connects the structure on the land to the greater temple. And there is a rope bridge along this rigging that follows along it. There are tabaxi that are patrolling this rope bridge. And there are some turtles uh, who are performing some tasks under the supervision of these tabaxi. What do you do? So between us and the reflector set up there's this rope bridge correct the rope bridge is above you it's above us uh it connects to the second level of the temple you're currently standing in like a garden like a rock garden the rocks look like they're big enough for a turtle to like lounge on that sounds <laughs> and nice. uh it's very hot out here is the reflector like a level above us then? yeah it's so the the atoll the land of the atoll is like a small semicircular hill you know irregular and jagged and built on top of that at different points are these reflector structures that are uh attached. oh so we see more than one yeah there's there's um there's four of them around this uh this atoll and they are all connected to the greater temple and they are reflecting the sunlight to the main spire in the center of this temple i wonder if it would be enough to sabotage one or, I mean, to threaten to sabotage one, or if we need to take out multiple That's... to have any kind of effect. 
Yeah, that's why oh. I was worried that we might need to split up at some point because I think just, you know, I'm assuming they're smart enough to like build it so that if one of them fails, it's there's some padding there. Uh, maybe, but what Yanathan was kind of dumb when he built that flying fortress and he took out one one engine and it just crashed. So maybe there aren't redundancies. That wasn't, yeah. So who knows? Some like questionable choices. Real toss up. (laughs) If we want to just at least get next to this one, maybe that's a first step. And then we can, once we learn more information, we can maybe sabotage and split up. That Would we have to good. walk past turtles to get to any of these? Like, do we see any, Gressel? The only creatures that you're able to see currently are up on that catwalk, uh, walking back and forth on it. There are clearly tabaxi that are clearly acting as guards, and then there are turtles who are going about some sort of task that you're not able to identify from where you are now. There aren't any turtles or boats in the water, and on the structure itself, you can't see anybody. But it's it's like a big box with a sail on top. Like, if there's somebody in there, they would be inside of it, and you wouldn't be able to tell okay. where you are. So we can't really, like, see anyone right now. Nobody's close to you. The closest person is a good 50 yards away, 30 yards away. Well, do we want to just, just make a run for one of these Thanks. Check him out. I wonder if... Okay, J- Juno's going to roll to see if that's the only route or if there's a way to, like, like Pippin in Gondor it, like, up around the back to, like, you know, like, light the, the fire or to, like, get up and then sabotage if we can do it indirectly. Mm-hmm. What would that roll be? Perception? Yeah, perception. Uh, I rolled a 25 to see if there's a different way. The ways that you can discern to the sail, the reflector sail, are this catwalk, the rigging, you could swim the channel and then climb up the rock and try to find a different way in that way. You could try to find a boat to get you across, in theory. This feels like, I don't know why, but it, this is very, like, mist or, like, riven, this, like, area, James. It's, yeah, I'm like, I feel like I'm in a puzzle. Uh... So, yeah, we'd have to cross water then? You would have to cross... Yes, you have to cross water to get there. It is on a separate... And I'm pretty sure that I've tried in the past. I'm sure someone could tell me if this is true. Using Ray of Frost to freeze water and walk on it. I I think I've tried that before. It doesn't work. I don't believe that's going to do it because that is a cantrip. Yeah. The good news is I have a, 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 a water walk, <gasps> oh. which I can cast on everybody so we could just casually just walk on water. <laughs> so if we want to do that, we can do that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we, if we do that, then we won't alert the cats yet. <laughs> no, but we're just... The spell grants the ability to move across any liquid surface up to 10 willing creatures. Yeah. So it's the three of us and Pete. Anyone else we want to bring? Any, anyone else? Okay. If you target a creature submerged in liquid, the spell carries the target to the surface of the liquid. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, so uh, you guys are now able to uh, walk on water. And we've all done, I don't know if we did our numbers for, for stealth rolls or not. Um, do you need us to? You guys have not done stealth rolls. Okay. We we've, we got our plus 10, but here. Yes, like, you did oh, get a bonus. All right, we all roll. Yeah, roll stealth roll if you would like to try to be stealthy. I would. 
23. 21. 22. Okay. You guys. So right now there is what is essentially a river between you and the piece of land that has the reflector structure on it. How are you going to walk across this in a stealthy way in very bright light? Um, do we have a big mirror? Wait, we do. What? Zabbis, we do. one of your patches is a mirror. Is it really? <laughs> I remember Hold a mirror on. patch. I don't doubt it. Is that true, Grussell? Because well, I don't uh, have let that me, I, I've got to find where I put. When I was looking back at stuff, uh, I looked at the items list. It's going to be so, t- dude, it's going to be so small. I don't know, maybe. And stale. That patch is so old. I don't think they expire. <laughs> it doesn't go back. It's going to crumble. <laughs> I mean, Still I wonder bad. if we can use it to like, you know, old, like, like that's like old school, like, you know, tactical shit. You like reflect. Yeah, you were, we're like all under into... it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so how are we going to get across the water? Apparently I have a mirror patch, so I guess I'll use it and we'll see how big it is. It's not going to be big. I don't know if there's a set size. Let's think think big thoughts. Manual, <laughs> Russell. Big thoughts. Um, floor we'll length. See. Floor length. Whatever. Zappus absorbed some energy from the wild magic source when oh, right. you guys defeated the mushroom creature. So when Zappus activates the patch that has the image of the mirror on it, uh, roll a D100. A 10. <laughs> okay. The image that's depicted on the patch is of a ornate silver mirror and that is exactly what you get you get a mirror a very very well crafted the like detailed filigree the whole thing silver mirror that has a handle and is about uh 10 inches tall okay i mean we could still you know maybe use it to reflect stuff that is true. Like, you know, yeah. we could use it to like bounce light off of us. And if there's anyone watching us, we could temporarily blind them. Yeah, it's it's better than nothing. Yeah. Juno can see his haircut. Oh, yeah. Could I could I take a look? Oh, yeah. Here you can see what you look like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, OK. It, it's not as bad as I thought. It's not great. It'll grow back. You're now seeing some of the scabs, you know, from the. Ooh. Oh, yuck. <laughs> Scabs. We cut his head. All right, take take it back. I didn't cut his head. <laughs> there would be some nicks. I just ah. had to laugh because I looked over and James was googling filigree. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know what it meant. I know you wanted to see what like that would look like and stuff, but I just thought it was what, cute. What does it mean? Filigree is a silly it's word, like, isn't it? It's, yeah. yeah, it's just like metal filigree. design work. Oh, fancy okay. the intricacy on yeah. the sides of ornate things. Uh, so Juno, you have observed observed your uh, did I say undeserved observed <laughs> your interesting visage. It really makes me want a, a cow boss hat now. You definitely need one. Are you guys now trying to walk across the river? I feel like we should run. Could one of us? Yeah. Could we? Could we run? And could one of us like be on mirror duty? Yeah, I'll hold the mirror, and then what? Fletch has waterlock. We all do. You all do. Are we all? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah let's just fucking go for it. Let's just run. If if okay. one of the cats looks down, just like f- flash him with the mirror. Z- Zabbis, uh, roll a perception roll. Uh, 
A one. Oh. <laughs> okay. No. Uh, Zabbis fails to notice that one of the tabaxi guards on the catwalk catches sight of you guys running across this open body of water. <laughs> Especially considering that you're waving a mirror around, so there is a bright shining light now. On it's the actually of just water. making us more noticeable. <laughs> it's actually a terrible plan. Oh, well, maybe it's not because right. it's the reflection of the light. Maybe they want to chase the light because they're. Oh, hey, you know yes. how you know how you signal someone when they're like far away? You take a mirror and kind of reflect <laughs> sunlight uh, into their face. <laughs> the Tabaxi fire crossbows in your direction. Whoa! What were you expecting? <laughs> Waves? Maybe they just say them hi. To say, oh no, look at that, and then have them run down eventually. They're cats. <laughs> Zappas takes six, Rude. and Juno take eight damage oh. as bolts damage your armor uh Zabbis, one of them uh glances your shoulder uh cutting a small slit in the rope of many things oh what the fuck Ooh. uh-oh oh Zabbis... i take damage yes you take six. Oh, six. okay another volley heads your way fletch take i realized i had a inspiration but too late <laughs> uh fletch take nine <laughs> Okay. Is this happening in real time? Like you want us to respond, or I'm just I'm just waiting for my turn to. You guys are running. Fire back. Okay. Well, I want to fire back at him. You want to fire back? Okay. Then fire back. All right. I'm gonna fire back. Nat twenty. Great. Wow. Uh, that will hit. Good. Nice aim, dude. Juno turns, plants his feet, and like skids across the water a little bit, <laughs> <laughs> and then lands and fires off his shot. Uh, roll your damage. D- double. Fifteen. This is like that shot in Lord of the Rings where they follow the arrow to the orc in Moria. And then oh, yeah. the, <laughs> uh, you nail one of these tabaxi uh, right in like the opening of his uh, like face helmet. Oh. Helmet. I don't need to say face helmet. <laughs> <laughs> and you see the body of this tabaxi fall into the water below. Did, did he poof? There was a big splash. Oh. You don't know. Okay. You don't know if that was it for him or not. (laughs) (laughs) You get to the other side of the water. Hey everybody, Gressel here with a few quick announcements and then we'll get you right back to it. Thanks so much for listening to episode 92 of D&D&D. Be sure to follow us on social media at D&D&D Pod on Twitter and D&D&D Pod on Instagram or email us at D&D&D at gmail.com. I want to say thank you to some of our patrons. Thank you, Emmy. Thank you, Jacob. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Marcos. And thank you, Catherine. Thank you, patrons. Thank you, all of our patrons who are supporting us over at patreon.com slash pod. And a very special thank you to everyone who joined us for last week's live listen-along. Uh, we've been doing uh, live listen-alongs to new episodes Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific on Beth's Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash bethbrad. And last week, we did a fundraiser for The Bail Project and raised $3,000. Thank you so, so much to everybody who donated, who contributed their their money to such a good cause. We really, really appreciate it. It was such an overwhelming show of generosity, and we really, really appreciate it. That's it for me. I'm going to turn it over to Mike and another Fletch Stormdale Tavern talk. So thanks, everybody. Do what's fun. Hello, my name is Fletch Stormtail. I'd like to read a few comments from our previous episode discussion thread over on our subreddit r slash dndndpod. This is Tavern Talks. 
Episode 91, Sun Tea Episode Discussion Thread. Bear Huggers Very Fine says, I wondered if Zabbis' painting skills would ever reemerge. Can we get some costumes next episode? Bear Huggers Very Fine, I am all for a wardrobe change. I feel like it's been a while since we've obtained new clothes, or bought new clothes for that matter. I think Zabbis would make some cool costumes for us, that's for sure. Windmills Kill Birds says, I love how fast they came up with the blind seeing eye gnome gimmick. I honestly forgot about the context until then. Juno was very fast on his feet. Uh, very, very quick on his feet? Wait. Juno... Juno was very... Juno was very quick on his feet there, uh, coming up with the, the blind play. And it really worked out. It was a, it was a great call, and uh, the support from Flack really, I think, helped sell it. We're gonna have to use that uh, again at some point. That was really that was really smart. I do think that Flack and Juno have been coming up with some pretty good plans as of late, and this one was one of them. Left Wolf says, "Give Flack the Death God." You know, if anyone in our team becomes the god of death, or the death god, it should be Flack. You know, like, he'll, uh, he'll sing you a song as you utter your last breath. It's kind of chaotically romantic, in a way. Imagine him either, like, singing you a song and lulling you into a false sense of security, and then behind his back, opening up a dimension door and stabbing you, and he won't even know what hit you. I think he'd be probably the coolest god of death. Him or Zabbis, for sure. For sure, yeah. Maybe both of them can be death gods. If you enjoy these discussions, head over to r slash pod on Reddit. Shout out to our subreddit mod, Will Bros Inc. And shout out to Parakeet, who sets up the weekly discussion thread. I'm Fletch Stormtail. This has been Tavern Talks with, Fle- with Fletch Stormtail. Good evening and good night. We're going to go back to Margarin and Flack now. You guys have reached the other side of this courtyard where uh, you have found yourself in more of a kind of like lobby area. Um, this is a large high ceilinged room that has some pillars that are like large palm trees that have been carved into kind of totem poles and they are uh, surrounding this room. Uh, and in the center of it is a large, kind of double-wide, looks like, ornamental staircase that leads up. Ah, nice. There doesn't appear to be a lot of traffic in this room, but uh, roll perception rolls. My favorite. The thing I'm always really good at. And definitely don't only ever roll a four. (laughs) (laughs) It tracks, though, that Marjorie isn't good at perceiving things. She's old. Oh, (laughs) nine. Oh, James, no. Yeah. Uh, you're unable to discern if there is anyone nearby. Uh, you can't see anyone in this room now. However, there are several ways in and out of it, in addition to the one that you came, uh, at least four of them, and this staircase. So what do you do? Do we knock over a totem and make a run for it up the stairs? Whoa, whoa knocking over a totem, I feel, would be pretty much uh, doing the other group's plan. <laughs> uh, but the staircase definitely looks like it would be a place where leaders would be at the top of. I'm just a little confused by the lack of guards. Uh, That's true. Although, you know, if the if the leader's up there and uh, if uh, 
Albinor doesn't feel the need for guards. That makes me, that gives me pause. And I just stare knowingly at him. Pause. Gives you, <laughs> gives you cat pause. Inspiration for stare knowingly. Yeah. Ah, mm. uh, well, you want to move forward with this plan of ours? Uh, just going upstairs? I sure. guess just going upstairs, right? Let's just keep going, baby. Okay. You somehow are able to, instead of shadows, since there are no shadows in this entire building. Our bald heads. <laughs> yes. What you do is you find the bright spots. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you, you kind of bounce around margarine between these very bright spots where between your bald heads and your uh, the metal that you guys carry, you, you just reflect more. If you were being shot by a camera, you'd be blown out. You hop around these bright spots uh, until you get to the staircase where you ascend. Uh, Flack, you follow along right behind Margarine. When you ascend this staircase, you get to the top, and you are presented with another right and left choice. I, I get, where's the wind coming from? I like that technique. Your favorite role. I lick my finger. I put it in the air. Advantage for licking your finger. Well, good, because that was a five. (laughs) Uh, 11? (laughs) Um. (laughs) Oh, no. I'm cursed. (laughs) (laughs) The breeze coming from the open air courtyard that you passed below you is superseding any other kind of air movement. All right. Your guess is as good as mine. I say we keep turning right. Sure. Well, what's what's it look like? I should use my eyes. (laughs) To the right, you see a uh, relatively short hallway that dead ends. There is an opening that you can't tell. (laughs) Let's go to the right, and it's just the end of the hall. (laughs) It's unclear at this point if it's a doorway to a room or if it's a staircase or if it's anything, but there is an opening that is uh, there on a short hallway to the right. To the Mm -hmm. left, uh, it looks like a long hallway that has um, closed doors in it. I want to peek. Into the opening. Yeah, path of least resistance. I don't feel like opening any doors. Let's go to the right. To the right, you find that this opening is to a uh, spiral stairway upward. Perfect. Or up. More up. Up, up, up. All right. To the heaven sent clouds or whatever the fuck. Let's go. <laughs> Heavy side layer. <laughs> Heavy, yeah, that one. As you ascend this staircase, roll perception rolls. I have a good feeling about this uh, one, actually. Fucking one. <laughs> <laughs> Twelve. <laughs> Flack feels suddenly compelled to say, Marjorie, what's up there? <laughs> <laughs> and there is the unmistakable sound of hurrying boots as a couple of tabaxi guards descend the staircase to confront you. You are in a about four foot wide space. Hey, sorry that it took us so long to get here, but don't worry, we're here now. Uh, and who are you exactly? Uh, we're the the new guard. We, we just took over the ship from the prisoners. You know, we got those new prisoners. Did you hear about those that we locked in the cells down there? Real nasty assholes, those yeah. ones. Oh, gross assholes. I, I did hear about some bald prisoners that included a gnome and a halfling. I know, when they came in, it was like looking in a mirror. It was ridiculous. Can you imagine how we felt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Gretzel broke. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure that must have been really, uh, really frustrating for you, seeing as you're clearly the prisoners, and then they like like point their their spears at you. (laughs) Okay, I charmed them. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Charm person. 
You attempt to charm a humanoid, must make a wisdom saving throw. We're not fighting it, so no advantage. And I will cast it. Uh, you said there were two of them? There are two of them. Yes, I will cast it at a second level so that I can target both of them. I can't help, really, can I? Not with this, but they failed their saves big time. Yes! <laughs> wow. What a crazy coincidence. I know, <laughs> I know. We, our floors, our floors hit our jaws when yeah. they came in. <laughs> the floors it was came that up shocking. to hit our jaws. Uh-huh. Yeah. If you guys are new, oh, yeah. that's probably where you guys are from. You must be with the boss. Yeah, exactly, yeah. man. We're going up there right now to report to him about these prisoners. Oh, well, we just left. We can take you back. Oh, no. Hey, don't worry. We got this. You know, because how else are we going to learn than to do things on our own? That's a good point. Thank you. Yeah, we're not handbook people. We're do-it-by-experience folk. Mm-hmm. You know what? I, re- I respect that. You know, I came from nothing and had to pull myself up by my posture. All right, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, <laughs> you guys leave them <laughs> in this stairwell, just pushing past them. <laughs> uh, we'll go back to the other, uh, the rest of the team. I got a shot. <laughs> yes, you guys have been shot. Oh man, we fucked this up. You are on the land part of the atoll. Uh, it is very rocky. Um, the water is splashing up against the uh, coast. One of the tabaxi guards who noticed you on your way across ran down the rope bridge and alerted some other tabaxi inside of the reflector structure to your presence. There are now uh, three tabaxi that are trying to come down this rock. They're having some trouble, but they're heading in your direction. What do you do? It is Fletch's turn. They're coming down the rock? They're coming down the rocks. There, there seems to be a very, very rough uh, it's barely a path, but there is a winding way up to this structure from where you are now. It's makeshift at best, but they're coming down it. They're about 30 feet from you. Hmm. Maybe a little further. Guys, uh, I'm thinking maybe maybe I use call the storm and make it stormy and make it really hard for them to- <laughs> That's, yes, I was just looking for like a rain spell or something so that they're slipping and sliding all over the place. Cool. That could backfire on us. Because we might get slippery Yes, and probably. <laughs> Especially if we're like, and then lightning spell, and then we accidentally <laughs> yeah. just kill ourselves. It's cool. Well, hey, if we can still walk on water, little bits of water won't harm us. True. I guess. I don't know if that, you know, yeah, sure. <laughs> I guess I just made a face. Well, well, all right, but let's follow the logic of the spell. <laughs> so if you're submerged in water, it will lift you up. So it repels water. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay, cool. Okay. Yeah, so then I would like to use Call the Storm. Suddenly, this very sunny day is is cloudy, but the weird thing is the clouds stop at the atoll. Oh. They don't enter into the uh, the lagoon part oh, where the temple man. is. Oh, man. They are over the atoll, but they will, for, for a, a, a reason that you cannot explain, they will not enter into the center lagoon part. Um, so... It is raining, but it's raining on the kind of other side of this this little rocky ring, half ring. You can direct a lightning bolt as Crawl the Storm. Where do you do? So what is like the rain hitting kind of like an invisible wall? Yeah, kind of. It's not so stark. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit more natural than that. But yeah, it's just it's like it's just not going to get cloudy in this lagoon. Yeah, I figures they would have thought of that. 
Shoot. So is the rope bridge the only way we can get to the reflector? No, you you can get up to the reflector from where you are now. There's just three tabaxi in your way. Okay, I'd like to shoot a lightning bolt at the rope bridge. Oh, nice. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. No, because then that at least cuts off like a. It does. Yeah, I should have done that sooner. <laughs> it does. Uh, the lightning bolt crashes into this rope bridge with a loud, large uh, clap of thunder and severs the low-tech connection. Uh, it also sets the very, very, very dry rope and wood aflame. So you basically have this fuse that just lights, and as it falls, it continues to burn in the direction of the greater temple and you have all of the turtles that were doing work uh freaking out and trying to uh cut the other end of the rope bridge to keep the fire from reaching the temple uh the tabaxi guards that were still on this rope bridge uh all fall into the water oh, shit. Uh, and you see amongst the splashes a couple of um a couple of poofs Magical poops. Oh, they died. Oops. <laughs> but the other one didn't poof? So the other one did die? No. Oh, okay. It is now Zabbis' turn. You've got uh, these other tabaxi that are still heading towards you on the piece of land that you're on now. Yeah. I'm going to magic missile then because I've got three of those. Aren't there three tabaxi heading? There are three t- yeah, there are three tabaxi. Yeah, okay, yes. so I'm going to magic missile. Uh, Roll your D100. Uh, I'm going to cast it at a second level. Just, okay, we're good. No wild magic. That is uh, good. <laughs> okay, so each of them are taking three damage, and then an addition- one of the three is taking an additional uh, five Zabbis raises his hands and sends the four magical bolts of force in the direction of the tabaxis. Uh, they punch into each one's chest. Uh, one of them gets a uh, double barrel, and he loses his footing a little bit and slips and falls into the water. He does not poof away, but does look in pretty rough shape. He's trying to like grab for the edge. The, 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 he clearly does not like the water. Oh, no. <laughs> Lucy, cover your ears. violence against cats Uh, it is now their turn Um, they do not have crossbows they have big uh, halberds the two that are not in the water are going to continue heading your way they approach you how are you arranged I should have asked that first the three of us yeah I mean I feel like Juno is in the front yeah probably I'm in the middle and then, yeah, I, had, I was back. holding the mirror, and yeah. so I was trying to like cover We'd all of us. We protect which, you too. Which is looking back on it was a dumb idea, but like it was cool. <laughs> yeah, it was hey, cool. like if the mirror was big, maybe it would have like actually blinded someone. But whatever, that's in the past now. <laughs> I don't oh. think that the the robe of many things has ever worked out the way I've wanted it to. Got butter. <laughs> I know I got butter, but like that pit was pretty cool. Yeah. Love the pit. Yeah. The yeah, pit worked the way that you wanted it. And that door was Oh good. shit, I just thought about we've never we've never pulled the rope or like the cord on the dog. Like what would the tabaxi how would they like would they be oh, afraid? God. <laughs> 
Oh. Well, keep that one in your back pocket. Uh, I am. Do it. No. Do it. <laughs> Maybe that's when like more guards come. Maybe not yet. <laughs> For now, these two uh, take swings with their halberds, but they uh, they miss. Juno and Zavis are able to dodge out of the way. Uh, we're going to go back up to uh, Flack and Martrin. What up? Yeah! You have successfully <laughs> snuck past the two guards who you ran into in the staircase. I hope things are going as easy for them as it is for us. Uh, yeah, this is <laughs> this is pretty good. Well-oiled machine, the two of us. Yeah. Can we see outside? Uh, now you can. <laughs> oh, now look, you the can. lightning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's no. Oh, no. Why did we do that? They're in place. They're ready to go. Oh my god! That yes, that's extremely correct to do that, Beth. But like, oh my god, why did we do that? D&D&D is executive produced, written, and edited by me, James Gressel. Co-produced and additional mixing by Joel Arnold. Our original music is by Jeremy Nisato. Hear more of Jeremy's music at jeremynisato.com. D&D&D is performed by James A. Janice, Chelsea Rebecca, Beth Radloff, Mike Saigan, and Joel Arnold.